Well, good afternoon, all my fantastic fanatics. This is your man, Dr. Usher, coming at you live with a smile on my face because I got an exciting word of encouragement for you today. So let me start off today's topic by asking you a question. Where is your joy? I want you to think about what I'm asking you. I need you to answer the question, where is your joy? Because with all the things going on in your life and around the world, it's easy for us to lose the focus of our joy. Let me explain something to you about joy. Because a lot of you probably do not even know what joy is. Joy is not a feeling. Joy is not an emotion. Joy is a knowing that who Christ is and who God says he is and knowing that who he says he is, he can do what he says he can do, gives us the joy and confidence in knowing that anything that's happening to us right now or anything that's going on around the world right now is the knowing that God's in control and that everything is going to be all right. You need to understand as you're driving to work, as you're going to church today, wherever you're going in your journeys while you listen to this podcast, you need to understand one thing is that joy is not dependent upon what you think, is not dependent on what's going on around you, is not even dependent upon how you feel. Joy is not dependent upon anything other than Christ himself. And knowing that everything on this planet is designed to do one thing and one thing alone. And that is bring God glory. Well, golly, Ralph, how can, how can all this stuff bring God glory? Well, I'm glad you asked. These things that are happening to you today, I need you to think about somebody in the Bible. Let's look at Moses. Moses was born of a Hebrew woman, put into a little box-like boat, sent off into the river. Now, Moses could have been eaten by alligators, eaten up by mosquitoes. And if we stop reading right there, we would think there's no joy in that. Where, where's the joy in that? And you look at your life and you look at all the hardships and things that you're going through and you ask yourself, where's the joy in this life? But thankfully, we have the end of the story with Moses. We can jump ahead in the Bible and read how God used Moses in a great way to free the people of Israel, to lead them through a desert, and to lead them to the promised land. We see the end of the story, and because we know the end of the story, we can have joy in the fact that God knew what he was doing the whole time. Now, let's look at you. Is your story over? Is your, has your story ended? No. 
So how can you sit there with the audacity of believing that this momentary situation that you're experiencing is all there is and you can't have joy? Because I'm telling you, joy supersedes anything that you're going through right now. Because you should be joyful in the fact that God's in control. And that because he's not finished with you yet, you have the confidence in knowing that if you know the Bible, the Bible says all things work together for our good. Not some things, all things. And so knowing this, knowing that our story is not over, knowing that your story is not over, knowing that your journey is not over, you can have the confidence in knowing, wait a minute, I can be joyful because my story's not over. Well, golly, Ralph, how can I have joy with all these troubles and all these things going on, man? Okay, let me tell you something about joy. This is something else I need to tell you about joy. I've already told you that joy is not a feeling. Joy is a choice. You have to choose joy. Joy is not just going to come because you wish it. No, you have to choose joy. You have to choose to remember that God will do what he says he will do. And you have to choose to remember that God is in control. And you have to choose to remember that nothing is happening to you without a purpose. You think all these bad things happening to you right now is because maybe God's mad at you. Or maybe you did something wrong. Or maybe just the world is out against you. But you you keep forgetting something. God is painting a picture. And on that picture, he's using a paintbrush. And with that paintbrush, he's using various strokes. And on that painting, this picture that he's painting, he's using, some of you got straight strokes. Some of you are wiggly strokes. Some of you are dots. And some of you are just zigzag all over the place type strokes. But when it's all said and done, and when we look at the masterpiece that God is creating, we'll be able to see the full picture and understand that, wow, God was building something beautiful. Because sometimes we forget that other people will read our story someday. Well, golly, Ralph, I'm not that important of a person. Yes, you are. Everything you do on this planet is important. And you can never let the devil convince you that it's not. Because without your presence on this planet, there would be a lack of purpose. Your purpose, your your presence brings purpose to this planet. Because you have a purpose to be here. And other people are dependent on you to be here to fulfill your purpose. You understand what I'm saying? So you do have a purpose. You exist for this purpose. And without you, your purpose can't be fulfilled. So that's why you're here. And people are reading your book every day. Whether you recognize it or not, people are reading your book every day. And you got to make this choice right now. As they're reading your book, you get to determine 
the ending. Are you going to end your story being a victim or are you going to end your story being a victor? Well, golly, Ralph, uh, I don't know how to be a victor with all these problems going on. Okay, okay, great. This is how you become a victor. This is how you get your victory. By choosing to walk in obedience to the word of God, regardless of what you think, regardless of how you feel, regardless of what you're doing or what's going on around you. Because joy is not a feeling. Joy is a choice. And let me tell you something. A lot of you guys might be suffering from depression, anxiety, and other mental health issues. Let me remind you of something right now. You can have joy in the midst of your depression. What? Yes, you can have absolute joy in the midst of your depression, in the midst of your anxiety, in the midst of your mania, whatever your situation is, you can have joy in the middle of it. This is how I know. Raise your finger right now. Just raise a finger, any finger. Pick a finger, pick one, and wiggle it. Just like you were able to take up your finger and wiggle it, you are still capable and able of making that choice right now to choose joy. Because joy is not a feeling. Joy is not dependent upon your emotions. Joy is not dependent upon your circumstances. Joy is dependent upon the fact that you know who God is and you believe and you choose to believe and you choose to have faith in who he says he is and what he says he can do. Now, God is not a liar. Jesus has already proven himself about who he is. And he said all authority has been given unto him. Meaning that there is nothing on this planet that we're going through that escapes his authority. And if you're going through something right now, no matter what it is, Jesus had to give it authority to do that. Well, golly, Ralph, I wish Jesus would start giving all these troubles and depression and, and stuff authority over my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But let me tell you something. God never puts more on you than what you can bear. Is that not what he said? Well, golly, Ralph, I sure can't bear it. <laughs> it's kind of tough, man. Okay, okay, okay. It's tough. I agree. But how do you know how tough you are unless you've been tested? See, you don't even know how tough you are. And the only way you're going to know how tough you can be is through these tests and trials that come into your life. Did not Jesus said, in this world you will have troubles and tribulations? But fear not, I have overcome the world. So you have all these tribulations and trials and problems coming upon you. And you're worried about, oh my God, I can't make it. Yes, you can. Because this is how I know you can make it. Look at what you went through before. Look at all the troubles you went through before. Look at all the troubles you went through prior to getting to where you are right now. You made it through, didn't you? You're still here. Well, golly, Ralph, I'm here, but jeez, it was hard. Of course it was hard, man. <laughs> of course it was hard. Absolutely. Because that's how you know how strong you are. You can't put a piece of metal on an airplane without knowing if that metal is strong enough to hold the weight of the airplane and the things that the airplane has to do. 
God can't put stuff in your life and, and give you blessings and give you all these wonderful things that he's promised us without knowing whether or not you can handle the load. So he puts things on you. Not for him to know that you can do it. He does it for your benefit so you can see that you can do it. He's doing this for you because you're the one that thinks you can't handle it. And God's like, man, I built you God tough. You can handle anything. And because you're going through this, this is proof. You'll make it through. It's not going to overwhelm you. It's not going to overtake you. You will come through this. Yes, you're going to have some scars. Yes, you might come through limping, but you're going to come through this. And at the end of the story, people are going to see your faithfulness. They're going to see that you walked with joy because you knew who your God was. Let me tell you something. In Acts 13, 52, it says, And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost. There is something about joy. Because these guys knew what they were getting into. And they knew that in that time period in the Bible, there was a lot of hostilities against Christians. But yet, they were filled with joy and the Holy Ghost. Which should let you know that nothing that's happening to you can overpower joy. Look at this. I want you to um, read 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 6. And ye became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with what people? With joy of the Holy Ghost. These people get saved, get afflicted, but yet they have joy. So what's the source of this joy that I'm talking about? The source of the joy is Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit gives us this joy. It's like a, it's like a power that we have access to. And the way it works is you just choose it. You just choose it. That's it. You just choose joy. You choose, hey, you know, God's got this under control. So yeah, um, even though I'm in the middle of this depression, even though I'm in this hospital bed, even though I'm going through the roughest time of my life, wherever you are in life, whatever your situation is, you can choose joy. It's a choice, people. It's a choice. And you should never live your life grumpy, bitter, mean, and upset knowing that, number one, God is in control. Number two, people are reading your book. And number three, you just don't have the authority to do so. Period. <laughs> I mean, what do you, listen, 
a lot of you guys walk around bitter, mean, and upset over every little thing that goes wrong. And you choose to do that. You choose to be bitter. You choose to be mean. You choose to be upset. Your depression, anxiety, and mental health issues ain't got nothing to do with how you choose to be and treat other people. You can be depressed and still treat other people with dignity. How do I know? Because I've been there. You can, you can have anxiety and all these other issues and still treat people with dignity. How do I know? Because I've been there. I can't tell you something that I haven't been through. And I'm telling you how God gave me the victory so you can stop believing the lies of the psychologists of this world that tells you that you're a slave to this crap for the rest of your lives. And I'm here to tell you it's a lie. God gave you that body. He gave you dominion over that body. And even though your body may not feel like doing the right thing, you can still choose to do contrary to what you feel. So the next time depression wants to slap you around, smile. Make your body pay for that feeling. The next time the devil puts that depression on you or, or triggers that thought. I'm not saying depression is, is demonic. I'm just saying Satan knows how to trigger things in us and he'll bring a thought or something that will trigger depression in us or anxiety or a situation. And you got to choose to take authority over your body and make it do something that it doesn't want to do. So in this instance, if depression is trying to hit you, smile. If you feel like crying, Get in your prayer closet, get your Bible, and start interceding. Take advantage of it. I guarantee you, if you take advantage of those opportunities to spend time with God and get in tune with the Holy Spirit and pray and fast and, and do things and, and just worship the Lord, I guarantee you, Satan will stop sending those thoughts to your head because <laughs> he's going to be like, darn it, every time I send this woman or send her a trigger, she goes into prayer. <laughs> I can't have that. And eventually he'll stop. Because that's how that's idiot, that's just how he is. And you gotta remind him of who you are. And you gotta remind yourself that no matter what you're going through, God is in control. Think about this. I'm about to close. Think about this. A lot of you guys are dealing with traumatic issues, you know, psychological issues, PTSD, um, OCD, a lot of issues. I mean, there's a lot that I can't name right now. But I want you to think about this. You didn't get to where you are by yourself, right? Meaning that you came from a mom and dad and your mom and dad came from a mom and dad and that mom and dad came from mom and dad. And if you have depression or anxiety or any other mental health issues, that means someone down the line had it. The same DNA trait, they had it. And I want to, I want to hear me out. I want to remind you of something. If they had it back then and they made it, then it's in your DNA to make it as well. Because if they had not made it, you wouldn't be here. So your DNA is telling you right now that whatever situation or circumstance or psychological illness or, or trauma or anything you've experienced, your DNA is telling you right now, hey man, hey woman, I've, I've, we've made it through this before. Your DNA is proof. Your, if your DNA could talk to you right now, your DNA would tell you, yep, we've been through this before. Not a big deal. Just keep moving forward. 
Keep your eyes focused on Jesus and you're going to be okay. And that's what I'm trying to tell you right now. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus, the author and finisher of our joy. And keep your eyes on him. And you're going to be okay. Your ancestors made it through. So you're going to make it through. I'm not lying to you. Look in the mirror. Are you not here? <laughs> you know, slap yourself. Are you not here? You're here. This is proof that you made it. So you're not the first one to go through this. And so you need to quit thinking that, oh, my God, I just can't make it. Well, wait a minute. Your great, great grandmama made it. Great, 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 great grandpa made it. And they didn't have medication back then. They didn't have all the stuff that we have right now. But yet they made it. So who are you to tell me, God, or anybody else, I can't make it. Baloney. Yes, you can. And yes, you will. You are more than a conqueror, more than an overcomer. You are a victor, not a victim. And it's time that you rise up, man or woman of God, and walk in your authority, whether you feel like it or not, because it has nothing to do with how you feel. I'm going to close with this. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. Now, I'm going to break it down to you. What does it mean we walk by faith and not by sight? Sight represents our one of our senses. Touch, smell, hearing, taste, so on and so forth. Okay? The Bible says we walk by faith and not by our feelings or our five senses. Because if we live by our five senses, we'll be on an emotional roller coaster for the rest of our lives. And the only thing that gets us off that emotional roller coaster is faith. Without faith, you're going to be controlled by your emotional whims. One minute you're happy, next minute you're sad, next minute you're up, next minute you're down. They call it manic, they call it depressive, they call it PTSD, they call it this, they call it that. Listen, people, regardless of what's going on, you got to choose to walk by faith. You got to choose to walk and have joy. It's a choice that you have to make. And regardless of what you feel, It doesn't matter. Well, golly, Ralph, you make it sound so easy. Well, <laughs> to be honest, it is that easy. And once you get in the habit of walking by faith and choosing joy and bringing your body into submission, yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying stop taking your medication. If you need it, take it. You know, it's like a diabetic. I can't tell a diabetic not to take their insulin. You know, some of you guys got. You know, hormonal issues in your brain. You need that stuff. And that's fine. But apart from all that stuff you're taking, you still have to choose joy. And know that you serve a God that can do all things. And that all things are working together for his good. And all things that are happening to you and around you is designed to do one thing, and that's to bring him glory. Because one day, somebody's going to look at that big painting that he painted, and they're going to see that beautiful stroke that he made called your life. They're going to be like, wow, look at that stroke. It looks so squiggly, but it's beautiful. I mean, we look at Picasso's paintings and be like, oh, man, that's amazing. Well, you might be the Picasso painting 
in God's picture. And it's beautiful. And people are going to see your stroke, your part, your portion in that painting. So it behooves you. Choose joy today. So with that being said, this is Dr. Raphael Usher reminding you to do as much good as you can while you can. And with that being said, God bless, and I'll see y'all later.